0: scouting out of the blue corner he gives you your football meat and potatoes style and is the undisputed king of detailed player analysis ladies and gentlemen i give you Steve. Hey guys, this is Steve the Scout. I am one of the hosts of the Pro Football Scouting Show, and I'm joined here by Austin Smith, my co-host. Austin, how's it going today? I see today you are sporting a different jersey. You got on the Marvin Harrison today, huh?
1: Marvin Harrison. We're going to talk about a a slender wide receiver. I thought it would be appropriate.
0: Yep. Well, we are. You know, we're we are going to talk about Marquise Hollywood Brown um the cut co- the cousin of uh, Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown and uh you know what we're what we're going to talk about today is you know look looking at looking at this guy's skill set how is he how is he going to translate to the NFL because uh I think when you watch the tape there's 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 a, there's a lot to like but yes you know he is he is a guy with a smaller frame so are there questions of durability there where does it make sense to draft this guy this show is brought to you by Pigskinnut.com. Pigskin Nut is the football news that you've been missing, where we give you coverage of all 32 NFL teams, every major college football conference, the NFL draft, player profiles and scouting reports, fantasy football, and of course, Pigskin Nut Radio. Just click PSN Radio on the right-hand side of our page, and you can also download our app at the Google Play Store by typing in Nut Radio. It's 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, high-quality, Information that you're getting on the sport you love, which is football, and you're always getting good, deep analysis for the for the most part. We do like to have fun a little bit. So, um, so with that being said, you know we're gonna, we're going to talk about uh, Marquise, you know Hollywood Brown. Um, now, Austin, you know I'm I'm telling you, for me, um, taking size out of the equation. This is to me, this is the best wide receiver in the NFL draft. Taking taking size. Out of the equation. What I mean by that is, you know, we, you know, we, we talked in pre-production. Um, he's, he's, he's 170, but he's, he's not, you know, you know, f- from, from what, from what you shed some light on, he he came, he came into college a lot lighter than 170. And, uh, you know, it sounds like from, from what I'm hearing, you know, it w- wasn't hard for him, you know, to get to this weight, which is an interesting thing to know because, um, you know, that, that gives you some idea as to, you know, can, you know, what can he bulk up to be while still, you know, not losing that speed at the next level. But, but when I look, when I look at him, to me, um, when you, when you take his small frame out of it, um, to me, this is a top 15 player in the, in the NFL draft. Uh, he missed his combine and he missed his pro day. And when I, when I talk about not so much his body style, cause Tyreek Hill is a bigger guy. But I, I feel he gives you the same kind of upside and he can he, and he can end up giving you similar production to what you get fr- from a Tyreek Hill. Because uh, a Tyreek, you know, what Tyreek Hill does is that, yes, you know, he's got he's got incredible straight line speed. He's arguably the fat, the fastest man, you know, in, in the NFL. But Tyreek Hill does a does a lot more than that. He 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 play he plays bigger than he actually is. He's, he's, he's a, he's a, is a, he's a crisp route runner and he's a, he's a smart football player. And then when you, when you, when you look, when you look at, when you look at Brown, you know, you're, you're seeing the same thing. You're seeing a guy that, yeah, he's, he's obviously going to be a deep threat. We know he can take the top off the defense, but he, but he can beat you and and so, and so many other ways. And, you know, his quarterback that was, that was, that was thrown to him. We all know who it is, Kyler Murray. And, you know, <laughs> on, on a, on a side note, some of the balls that Kyler Murray, I mean, you know, some of the balls that Kyler Murray threw to him were at, were absolute dimes. So that's, you know, if, if you go back and, and watch the Brown tape, a side note, you're you're going to see some of the throws that Kyler Murray can make. But you know what he is? You know, he's a guy like Tyreek Hill that that's a maze runner, meaning he can he can run around you th- all over the field. He's a crisp route runner, and and here's here's what I love just about the way he moves on the football field is. He never slows down, like he's always going at top speed, but there's never weight, there's never fault, there's never bad movements or wasted movements.
1: Um he's when deliberate. you are,
0: when, yeah, absolutely. He's deliberate with his movements. Uh, and, and you can see, you can see that by the way he's cutting in and out of his breaks, in and, out, in and out of his cuts. He's, he's, he's about as sharp as I can remember a, a wide receiver looking in a long time. Just watch him in and out of his breaks. You know that's that's a key thing for wide receivers. It's what made Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice. And when you when you look at him in and out in and out of his cuts, it, it it's it, it's elite. It it it, re, it really is. You know. Um. And also, you know, you look at his start and stop ability. A lot. A lot of these wide receivers. You know, a lot of these guys. You know, they need to take the car being their body. They need to put it in park. Then they catch the ball. And then they're then they're off driving again. Uh, this guy, there's, there's just, there's just no wasted movement, meaning he starts and stops so fast. Uh, again, you know, he's a crisp route runner and not only, not only that, he's, he's a, he's a natural route runner and, and not only, not only is, is he, is he a deep threat? Um, but he, but he has just a great knack for, for, for tracking the ball. His body, his body positioning is elite. It's just slick the way, the way you watch him move and operate, uh, Again, you know, take, taking, taking the size out of it. You know, if he was a, he was maybe two inches taller and 15, 20 pounds bigger. To me, this is a guy worthy that, that that's worthy of going, you know, in the, in the, in the top 15. Now, I think, uh, you know, for me, when I'm looking at this crop of receivers, the guy that I see as the safest receiver is the other Brown, AJ Brown, because, you know, he, he, he gives, he gives you a little bit of everything. Some of these deficiencies that we talk about with Metcalf. And size deficiencies. We're talking about with Marquise Brown. AJ Brown has all that. He's going to be the guy we talk about on on our on our next show. But again, you know, I think when you look at Marquise Brown, it's Tyreek Hill. It's Tyreek Hill type upside. The way he plays, the way he maneuvers his body. Um, you know, the the fact that he's a virtually a maze runner out there. Um, you know, it's it's very Tyreek Hill. Uh, the route the route running is crisp uh you know his his move his movements are deliberate and he's so fast again in and out, in and out of his cuts and and you always, you always you can do a lot with a receiver that is just okay this guy is a this guy is a natural route runner and I don't I don't know if there's anyone that has uh, a better combination of not of natural route running and deep ball speed in this in this in this entire draft you know I still have to take a deeper look at, uh, at Paris Campbell and a couple other guys but so far, when you when you look at just on you know just the tape on the field and goddamn Kyler Murray threw him threw him some nice footballs. This, this this to me is a guy that I think can be elite. And you know if you're looking for a Tyreek hill type impact and you're willing to take a risk because of his size, I think this is a guy that you that you go for. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna hear Austin Smith's version of his scouting report. On Marquise Hollywood Brown, and we're back. Austin, what 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 do you what do you got to say? What what's your what's your breakdown? And you know, and, and I kind of gave my value. So at the end, I'll actually want you to give your value as well. I I feel that. Um, and before I let you, you know, I feel that when you look at him on tape, he's a mid round pick. But I think when you look at his size, he's really a late first round pick. Where do you? You know, talk tell us at the end where you rank him, but just break this guy down. What do you see on the film?
1: Uh well, you know, for starters, uh he's he's every bit the the electric athlete that's you know, uh that evaluators hope they get a chance to see. Now, you know, we you also hope you get it in a slightly bigger package, you know, uh but Marquise Brown, uh you look at the that 's just the ability and when you talked about it, just the deliberate you know a guy with very few wasted steps, a guy that has a plan uh, when it comes to the anatomy of his route, when it comes to having the ball in his hand and running with it, he has a plan and it just springs into action and uh you see it on tape, you just see a guy that just uh, that just seems special in that 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 ability to uh, to play the game with very few false steps. And, uh, and you wonder why he, he put up the numbers he did with a guy like Baker Mayfield and a guy like Kyler Murray. And, you know, I continue to push people to, you know, that, that, that are big, you know. I deal with a lot of Mayfield and Murray fans where I'm at. So, uh, and I, 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 I'm a, I like both of them. But, man, you talk about the offensive lines they played around. And you talk about having a guy like Marquise Brown, a guy that caught you know a thousand yards for both of them, averaged nineteen point two yards per catch with Baker Mayfield, seventeen point six you know with with Kyler Murray. I mean, the, 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 this was an offense with a quarterback in place with both these quarterbacks and their ability to throw those deep balls and a player where the scheme, the receiver, and the quarterback, both years, just absolutely fit. Just absolutely fit. So, you know, I, I look at Marquise Brown, and, and, and we talk about guys that if you're going to line up a corner on an island against him, you're asking for trouble. Let me tell you something. Marquise Brown fits that bill. Now, unlike Metcalf, You know, you get a hand on him, you've most likely, you know, done, you know, a good enough job to keep the ball from heading in his direction. Um, You know, throwing in the NFL, there's so much timing to it. And obviously, you know, when when plays break down and, and, and receivers break off routes and things like that, and quarterbacks extend plays, at that point, the defensive back, you've done your job. You know, hey, guys, if you're asking me to mirror a guy all the way around the football field, you know, backyard style then, you know, that's, that's just not going to happen. But, but uh, like I say, you know, if he does get clean releases, if he does beat your press, this is a guy that's just, you know, I mean, you're going to gasp the second you see him go by. you like, man, I know what's getting ready to happen, and I don't know if there's anything else I can do about it. I mean, I can turn and run. I can say my prayers that maybe the quarterback overshoots him, or maybe the quarterback missed him, or maybe the ball's already out to somebody else. But uh, that speed—it's like electricity, boy. By the time it hits you, it's too late.
0: And and and, uh, and, and, and it's the deep speed com- combined combined with his ball tracking. See, when I see DK Metcalf, I see a guy that just beats you with with speed and pretty good ball tracking. But you know, when you put that put that together for Hollywood Brown. You look at that deep speed, and, the, and then you, you look at the ability, the body control, and the ability to track. That's what I think makes him really special, or one of the, yeah. at least one of the yeah. things that does.
1: And he does. You know, it's funny because, you know, as a wide receiver, and, and I think this is true about a lot of positions. Uh, when you have a deficiency in one area, when you have a flaw, or you have a part of your game that is just – Not anything better than average. Uh, It's funny how those guys, when they've grown up with it, they find ways to maximize the abilities they do have. And, you know, a guy like Marquise Brown, let me tell you something. Everybody that's just sold that he's going to be able to be a deep ball receiver in the NFL, guys, you know, let's not forget this is an extremely fast guy. He is not going, but, but with his size, he is not going to win a lot of 50 50 balls if a corner is making it a contested play. If you're a quarterback and you're having to hit this guy in stride, guys, deep ball accuracy is one of the rarest traits that we see in the NFL. I mean, and it, gets, it makes it that much easier to be accurate on a deep ball with the receiver with more size, because when they start tracking the ball in the air, they can pace themselves in order to time it where they're catching a football with their hands extended with the DB on their back, knowing that nobody's touching this football but me. So with a guy like Marquise Brown, he doesn't have that luxury. He doesn't have the luxury of not being able to separate in his routes. Because if he does, the ball's not coming there. And if it is, there's a slim chance he's catching it. Yeah, you know,
0: he's not, he, he's, he's not going to be a 50-50 ball winner. Absolutely yeah. not. You know, the good thing for him is that I think he might be the best separator in this draft.
1: And, and, and I agree with that. But I also agree with the idea that he tracks the ball so darn well. And that's the thing, you know. For a guy that's not going to go up and high point a ball over the top of anybody – you know there are times you know you see some of those kinds of receivers that are able to you know to to track it all the way over to their back shoulder, knowing that you know you got a receiver coach that if you were a bigger receiver, he'd be telling you to high point it, but in your case, no bud, you know the idea of not letting on keeping my eyes off the ball until the absolute precise moment to keep that guy from turning his head and locating it. You know, that's something Marquise Brown has learned to do based on the fact that once you know the ball's coming, and once you turn your head and locate it as a defensive back, well, now I'm kind of just hoping that, you know, you know that that that's something you know happens out of the blue that's going to work in my favor. That now my skill set has kind of been exhausted. So, you know, you see a guy that does he 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 takes the focus away from the football in the air. That way those DBs can't lock onto his eyes and see that the ball is headed in his direction. And when he finally does lock onto it, tracking it, boom, he locks onto it and he tracks it, whether it's on his back shoulder. I mean, whether he has to adjust his body. So, so he's kind of learned to play without the ability to elevate or the ability to go over the top of somebody because of his size, you know, concerns. Um, and, and and you know and and we we talk about his speed and I love that you you know you bring Tyree Kill up because although their body types are much different we are not talking about all that different of an athlete when it comes to not
0: similar mover
1: speed but but yeah guys that can absolutely change direction and once again you get into him being deliberate a guy that my goodness he gets in and out of a break or he changes direction and. And it's just instant separation based on the fact that there's no wasted space, you mm-hmm. know. So um, that's another, you know, ex- extremely strong, you know, trait for him. Now, looking at the negative, and obviously, you know, the the negatives are are, are, are you know it, it's 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 pretty one dimensional, you know. It's the size, and it's it's easy to to talk about a guy like Tyreek Hill and 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 hope that he can live up to that kind of upside. But it's also easy to look at a guy like Tavon Austin and say,
0: "God. That's a, that's what I was going to say, you know, is he is he going to be Deshaun Jackson Tyreek Hill or 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 is he, he going to be Tavon Austin?"
1: Or and I even look at a guy like Paul Richardson and uh, who's now in Washington, started in Seattle, and he was a taller player, but a, a Very, very uh, slender player. You know, all of these guys, with maybe the exception of Hill, are guys that, my goodness, if they catch it in traffic, you kind of hold your breath. You kind of hope that he's not on the the train tracks, like we used to say. He doesn't find himself on the train tracks when he comes down with the ball because, you know, you just don't know if he's going to be able to get up from that shot. So, you know... There's that kind of concern when you talk about guys with this kind of build. I mean, I'll be honest with you, this is a guy that showed up at Oklahoma and they had him. They they had him weighing in in the 140s. This is a guy that has had to bust his tail to get to the 170 pound mark, you know, at Oklahoma. This isn't a oh he's 170. Well, you know, let's add a little to his frame, guys. There may not be much room left on the frame. I mean he has really had to work his tail off to get to that size. And, you know, it, it, we, we talk about players having to keep off weight. This is a guy that's going to have to bust his tail throughout his NFL career to keep it on, you know. Uh, so, so you know, there's just so much risk, you know, in a contact sport with sport with a guy that size. And so, like, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you look at uh you look at the Tyree Kill and it's it's fun to dream, but you also have to look at the Tavon Austin. And better yet, you have to also look at the fit in a system. You know, you have to look at a coordinator who's gonna be creative to get this guy involved. I mean, yes, it it we'd all love to see Marquise Brown if I if you were coaching him, him be able to win deep. But guys, that's going to be the first thing defensive coordinators look to take away when it comes to him. DBs are going to give him that extra cushion, hoping to get it away from it. They want him to catch the ball underneath. They want to hit this guy. So, you know, so how do we find, you know, other ways? I, I feel bad for a guy like Tavon Austin. He's never had an offensive coordinator. Run
0: some great corner routes.
1: <laughs> oh boy, he can. And, and, but, but, you know, the table and Austin never had an offensive coordinator with that kind of creativity to make the most of his skill set. You know, it just seemed like it was such a, a wasted, you know, commodity. And I know that he's had injury history and I know that he's got the same limitations size wise that a guy like Brown does, but you know, um, there's a lot to be excited about, but there's a lot that can scare you when it comes to that size. Now, you know, as far as, you know, um, you know, uh, a health you know a health thing you know his the the this frank injury that he's recovering from that's not something that I say oh his size contributed there no that's you know that's something it doesn't matter how big or small you are that has no correlation to his size so outside of that the health you know issue hasn't been much of a factor but uh you know, I talk about some of the hidden gems with players, and a lot of times it has to do with character. A lot of the times it has to do with things that are away from the football field, and you kind of see them sprinkled in to their performance or the type of, uh, the type of person you see in interviews and things like that. And you know, for an NFL evaluator, how do you not fall in love with a guy that showed the kind of emotion he had when he hurt that foot in the Big 12 championship game. I mean, how do you not? I mean, this is a guy that that and, and, and even going to the Alabama game. Here I I'm sorry. In in hindsight and we now know how serious his foot injury was, there's no way in the world he he's he he should play. He he you you your game revolves around speed and you've got a flat tire. I mean, so no way in the world, but guys, they don't know how serious my foot injury is. Therefore, if, if I have to gut through and run a few deep routes on a bad foot just to make them think that I'm still an option, then I'm going to do it. If I have to practice two, three times a day, ice it, you know, you know, do everything I have to get to that Alabama game and maybe even be able to contribute, I'm going to do it. You know, and when I find out that, you know, I can't do it, it's just heartbreaking because I want to win and I want to be out there with my teammates. You know, his reaction to that injury was probably one of the things that made me think, yeah, I'm a big fan of this guy. Forget what he does on the football field if you want it that bad. If you want it bad enough like when he was in junior college to go work at Six Flags and bust your tail to make tuition, to do some of the things that we've seen him do, to, to, to keep the weight on, to stay up at a, re- a reasonable weight in a contact sport, you know, those are some of the hidden things that I look at and I say, yeah, you know what, Marquise Brown, there may be questions. I want him on my team, though. I, I, I'll take the risk with the question marks he has based on the question marks other guys have. Um, And going into the value part of it, uh, you know, the size, you know, it makes me wary to take him in the first round. I'll be honest. I think I've got him ranked maybe 33 or 35 on my board. Where's my top 100 at? Uh, uh, Let's see. He is, okay, so uh, the mid-30s. So you know that's where I've got him. Don't have a first round grade on him, but to say he's not a, a possibility in the first round is it would be absurd. You know, Oakland, and I know they've got his cousin Antonio Brown and and the symmetry there. You know, kind of you know fits, but but Oakland needs playmakers on that offense. You know, that could be a fit late in that first round. Uh, you look at I've talked about Indianapolis. You know, Hilton, Going to
0: the Raiders, the Raiders love speed.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, know? you know, Al Davis would be, you know, giving us his, his seal of approval. Um, you know, um, but, but even a team like, we look at the Indianapolis Colts, as T.Y. Hilton gets older and his speed starts to diminish, his, his role is going to be defined, I think, more towards the slot. So as T.Y. Hilton ages, this is a guy that could fit in, that, in, a, in a deep threat role in Indianapolis with Andrew Luck. I even look at teams like the Chargers. You know, you've got some good route runners and possession guys, you know, like they do there, uh, you know, in L.A. You know, a guy that could take the top off of the defense like this could really make things, you know, um, could really make things interesting in that offense. And in retrospect, I've got, I've got him going to San Francisco you know, in the second round, I've got them, you know, because obviously we know San Francisco's a mess at wide receiver. Uh, they they weren't willing to part with that, you know, number two pick to, to go after Odell Beckham Jr., and I don't blame them for a bit, you know. The number two overall pick is a, is a pick that I, that's just, I don't know if there's an NFL player that, you know, that, you know, that I would give a number two overall pick for, unless we're talking about a guy that still has a lot left in the tank. Uh, And Odell Beckham Jr. does, but there's some injury concern to his game over the past few years too that could lead you to believe that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe even his size could work, you know, be a detriment with the health history he's had. So, you know, uh, going back to San Francisco, you know, that's where I really look at it and I say, yeah, that's a team that could certainly use, you know, a guy with his electric ability. You know, how many guys in that offense scare you? And, and I, I, I like some of those players. Tevin Coleman, I like Tevin Coleman. Oh, what's the running back that they got from Minnesota that was out all year? Uh, you know, I, I forget his name, but, um, but he's a kid. He's a, he's a good running back. I like him. You know, but does he scare you as a defensive coordinator? Does Tevin Coleman scare you? George Kittle starts, is is worrying me, you know, if I'm defensive coordinators. But, you know, without somebody that can take the top off the defense, that de- the, you know, the, the field shrinks a little bit for a guy like George Kittle. So, you know, that would be a really, really good fit in my eyes for the San Francisco 49ers with that early second-round pick to get a guy that's going to you know, you know, it's going to open up the field. Uh, You know, I, I think that would be a great match.
0: Yep. And uh we'll take a quick commercial break. I'll come back, give you some final, give you, give you some final thoughts on Hollywood Brown and tell you where I would take him, Steve, the scout in the 2019 NFL draft. And we're back. And, you know, Austin, I, I'll, I'll say this, you know, um, Watch, watching tape on on players in the secondary, safeties and corners, to me, what stops a lot of them from really being elite, when when you when you when you boil it down, is, there, is their ability to flip their hips and change direction. Uh, you know, we you know how many you know, and, and I feel that if you don't if you don't have the ability to 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 change to change direction quickly. And you're covering this guy. You're going to, you're going to have a long day at the office there. Um, you know, he, you know, what he has is he just has a lot of route running savvy. Um, he's just, he, 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 he can, he can, he can sell great. And, and, and when you, when you look at his ability to start and stop and change direction, you know, he's, he's going to, he's going to add a lot of versatility. And for me, um, I kind of, I kind of look at, you know, the thing that I like the best. And that, and that is the ability that his, his, his foot, his football speed, there's, you know, is always, is always at full go and, and he has some of the best football speed at receiver in this draft. Maybe, maybe the best. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's in that conversation. And the fact that he's so fast in and out of his breaks and stopping and starting and the tracking the ball to me, you know, at this point, you know, I see him, I see him as the best wide receiver talent, you know, in the draft. So, um, the size, um, I think he's going to find a way, I think he's going to find a way to overcome it. We've seen a lot of other small receivers do it. So in, ter- in terms of what I think would make sense for him ba- based on, based on where he's going to be headed, you know, in, in the draft, a uh, couple, couple teams that, that I would look at, you know, ba- based on his value is I definitely would look at the Oakland Raiders. Uh, they, they could use, you know, Antonio Brown. Uh, beat, beats you in a different way. And similar, he does some, actually him and his cousin have some, he's learned some things from Antonio, I would think, but, you know, what, 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 what they're going to give you is, is, is going to be, is going to be a little bit different. So, uh, I'd, I'd love to see him go to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, another team that I think would make sense if they can make it happen is because, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going to create a lot of opportunities, uh, for, um, for, for Travis Kelsey is, can you imagine putting him opposite side Tyreek Hill? And, <laughs> and, and, Holmes, and and what sorry. and what and what and what defensive coordinators you know would would ha- would have to do for that because um you know you have guys that like i said they 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 can, they they can they can do they can they can do a lot of the same things you know he's on a fifty fifty ball winner but um yeah <laughs> you,
1: you know what you put those two in the same offense and if I'm a defensive coordinator, single high safety defense gets thrown out the door <laughs> okay yeah. it's two it's two deep safeties, and that's all i that's all that that's all I've got to say about it this week guys wait we, but you know and and I'm what do you do then the you're,
0: gonna put, you're gonna put you're gonna put a put a what are you gonna put put a slot on travis Kelsey <laughs>
1: yeah you know i mean it's and that's the thing I'm usually the ones coming up with those off the wall things I was the one uh I think the through out there with the New York Giants. Could you see T.J. Hawkinson? Imagine with Saquon Barkley and those two tight end offenses that you could run with Hawkinson and Evan Ingram. I'm usually the one coming up with uh, my goodness. Do they need it? No, but boy, would it turn a strength into an absolute you know monster you know scenario for them. I mean, I'm usually the one that 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 that's coming up with those off the wall ideas. But you you ain't kidding, boy. I tell you, you you put. You put uh, Marquise Brown with Tyreek Hill, and whew, there's gonna, you know what? There's gonna be a lot of offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators that are gonna be losing sleep. And
0: and you know what what the, it's happening is is at the end of the day, you you look at Baker Mayfield, you look at Kyler Murray, you look at Marquise Brown, um, you're seeing three guys, two quarterbacks, one wide receiver from Oklahoma. Uh, in in the la- in in the, in the last year that are undersized, but what they but what they but when you actually watch the tape, I mean, you go back and watch Baker Mayfield's throws, they're insane. I still think when you want to look at who's the best pure thrower in the draft, I don't care what anyone says to me. Kyler Murray throws th- throws is the best pure thrower in this draft. Maybe you know maybe even the strongest throwing arm, Martin term Drew Locke, uh, can compete with that, but you know, you look at Marquise Brown as well. The point is, is that Oklahoma they're ha- they're having these undersized guys that look that that can just do incredible stuff on in the football field, and then we're always at, we're always popping that question: Is the size going to be an issue? You know,
1: it it's you know it's it's certainly here. Here's what I will say, and 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 I'll I'll end my my part on this. Uh, it will not just be. Hey, put Marquise Brown in and let's run our offense scenario because of the size question. If you're an offensive coordinator, it will be your job to find ways to protect him, to corner out routes. To, well, well and, and to, hey, I've got no problem with an occasional slant or shallow crossing routes or screen where he's going to be involved in traffic, but you have to do it sparingly.
0: Calculate. You have
1: to yeah, you it ha- it's got to be very calculated. Now, it doesn't just fall on him. It's got or on the offensive coordinator, it's got to fall on Marquise Brown too. You know, look at Kyler Murray. How many shots did Kyler Murray take this year with Oklahoma? Not very many because he knew better. He knew
0: that you know, that's why I'm not so concerned about, you know, that's going off a tangent, but people people think people think Murray's going to get hurt. Um He's, he's really good at avoiding a dangerous hit when you yeah, go back you've and look gotta at have it. A
1: lot, you've got to have a switch. You've got to have that competitive switch where, okay, think walls are thr- R- close to Wilson-esque, it, I'll say. Flip it off. Competitor goes away. I get to the ground. Let's get back. I mean, and, 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 and I, I certainly hope Marquise Brown develops that because there's going to be times, bud, where you find yourself in the briar patch. And, boy, you – there is not an escape route, and you just got to turn the competitor off. You have to – because uh, I'll tell you right now, if you're talking about drafting this guy with the top 40 pick, then we got to have you on the field. There ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We know there's, there's size concerns, but that doesn't change the fact that that's an impact spot we're drafting you, and we need that impact from you. So, you know, he, he's going to have to – you know, the offensive coordinator is going to have to protect him, He's going to have to protect himself. The quarterbacks are going to have to protect him. You're know, you going to have to understand that there are windows where, you know what, to a bigger receiver, I'd let that thing fly, but not in this particular case. I don't want him taking that shot. Everybody's going to have to adjust their games to adapt to it, because I'll tell you right now, and I've still got DK Metcalf as my best receiver in this draft, but if you're telling me that Marquise Brown is going to play 16 games in any given season of his career, then you know what? Then now we, you and I, we've got a healthy debate. Now DK Metcalf and Marquise Brown are 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 very debatable about who's the best. If you're telling me Marquise Brown's playing 16 games in any one particular given season, then yeah, I can make a case that Marquise Brown. Is as good or possibly even better than DK Metcalf's
0: value. Very, very good. Well, you know he 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 can he de- he definitely has that kind of upside. We could be seeing, you know, a Tyreek Hill, Deshaun Jackson type in the in their in their prime, or really speed kills and and that's and that's their game. But they also blend it with with, with really good route running savvy and a lot of other tools in their tool belt. Uh for more information uh, and and also f- to check out any any of our radio shows go to the Google Play Store download the download the app Pigskin Nut Radio it'll soon be available in the Apple Store for more information you can go to pigskinnut.com uh we are the football news that you've been missing thank you